106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. Okay, good morning. I'm your co-host, uh, Dennis Brewster, and John is off on vacation still. He'll be back Monday to back to Rush to Reason. And I have a guest, Josh, here from Legacy Automotive. Is yeah, it? That's is that it. A, uh, why don't you tell us about Legacy? Well, we're Legacy Automotive. We're in Boulder, Colorado. Our phone number is 303-396-0555. And it's an awfully nice Saturday. So it is. Get out it and is. drive around. That's right. It's a good time. I mean, we're going to get some weather coming in, but that's okay. We're used to that in Colorado. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, uh, you know, like we used to take, you know, John and I go back and forth with it, but he says you could take your snow tires off after Mother's Day, and I don't think you want to do that just yet. No. Because to yeah. Monday it's coming, <laughs> you yeah. know. So, you know, I, I always say wait till after Memorial Day weekend. But, And then that's another thing I want to bring up. You know, Josh and I were talking before we started the show. Um, now's a good time to get your vehicle in. If you're going to start doing camping, if you're going to be starting going to the mountains and everything, start getting it in now, especially if you're going Memorial Day weekend, because you want to have – I always told customers that you need to come in, get it worked on, and then drive it around for a little bit after mm-hmm. you get it back to make sure everything's fine. Uh, because otherwise, you don't want to have to have an emergency. And, you know, I know I've known people that would come in the week of, you know, before Memorial Day weekend and want to hurry up and get their car fixed. And then they got a differential problem. Well, then it takes a week to fix that sometimes because you got to get parts and parts are getting harder. That's a, the fact. Yeah. It's, yes. Parts are getting so hard anymore that. You know, get them in right now if you're going out because it might take us a week or two to get parts. Yeah. The way things are going. Yeah. And and now's a good time to get all your fluids changed mm-hmm. before you start hauling things. Um, you know, uh, I always like to do my wheel bearing repacking on my trailers and get those ready and then check all the moving pieces on my trailer. I like to make sure I lube the hinge uh, or, the, or the latch for, the, you know, hooking it up to my truck and stuff. Um, the hitch pieces, everything that moves there. Check my chains. You know, sometimes I spray them down a little bit, get them wet, just because I don't want them to rust, and because they're on the ground, you know. Yeah. And and then I check my wiring because the, over the week, over the summer or winter, rather, the rabbits got hungry and probably chewed some wiring here or there. So, got to check those. That and it seems like all the trailer wire or all the trailer lights fill with water over the winter. <laughs> they <laughs> do, they do. Check and then for some reason, some reason the connection when you go to plug it in will be rotted. It will corroded. be corroded. <laughs> and it's like is. I didn't even use it, you know. Yeah. And, and it doesn't work. Yeah. So. So that's a good time to get that in because you guys do probably trailer repairs here and there. We do wheel bearing repacks and, and you know, wiring especially. Yeah, because it has happens. And the med chloride during the winter eats away at the truck side of things. So when you go to plug it in. It does. Yeah. So if you have anything like that, give us a call if you have any questions. 303-477-5600 is our phone number. Please give us a call. And then you can give us a call on or text us on 307 307- 200-8222 if you don't feel like calling in. And you can also call in and talk to Larry. He would love to hear from you. 
and and you can ask them a question and and then you don't even have to get online or on air if you don't want to we'd love for you to be come on air but you can just ask him a question and he can ask us the question and then we could just talk about it and you could just listen so there's lots of ways we can do this or you know and then if you're listening we do replay this show on sundays from 12 to 3 so if you want to call you know uh hear it again you can also listen to us on sundays but you will not be able to call in at that point but you could probably text us and and get an answer so with that please give us a call if you have any questions um it it's gonna be different coming up in this next week but you guys are gonna it doesn't bother you you guys get out there and just work in it and it doesn't bother you but that's a good time you wouldn't want to do anything outside bring your car in get it looked at and and get it prepared for going on a trip. Exactly. It's, it's driving season is pretty much upon us. So right. Let's get all the cars ready for, for summer and all the road trips. And right. Because I know as soon as school gets out, people after Memorial Day weekend, they, they're going. They and are. And they get busy. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I know I will. I'll get busy and, and start going places and going camping and stuff. And, and usually we like to go camping in May, but I haven't had a chance to get anything ready. And, and it seems like a lot of cars are starting to come out of COVID too. You know, it's like they've all, people haven't been driving a lot until now. And right. now you've been on the roads, they're starting to get busy again. So Right. And I noticed a lot of people with trailers are, are buying camping trailers and going to do camping. So you might want to get your truck in before someone else does. <laughs> exactly. You know, get it ready because we don't want, you don't want to be late getting it. And, and there's nothing worse than the last minute stuff and rushing. Um, I always like to make it calm and, and easy, you know, by getting my truck in, getting it fixed, and then being ready to go and having that couple weeks to drive it beforehand. And then wife will say, are you, did you even get the truck in? I've already got that done. It's all done. Trailer's all ready. All we have to do is hook it up. Yeah, get it ready. Get all the bugs out of it. So yep. you're ready to go. All right. We got John from Cheyenne. How you doing, John? Hey, guys. Hey, hey good. How are you guys? Good. Re- really good. All right. Uh, I got an 80 Chevy with a four. 6.6, whatever they're calling it these days, that I use for plowing snow. So I'm getting ready to change the oil. And a while back, John had mentioned an additive that you could get. It started with a Z, and I can't remember what it was, and I was hoping you guys knew. With a Z? Yeah, it was an additive. He said you get it at Nappy. You put it in the oil for these older engines. The only one I can think of is MOA. Yeah. No, no. He said it, he said it's specifically designed for older engines. Like this is an eighty Chevy, so you know. Yeah. And they got some some with the cams hmm. that it'll help lube it. Uh, maybe I'll have to call him next week. Yeah. Um, for older, because, I'm looking it up. Yeah. I think we're both trying to look it up. Yeah. Mm. Um. Be, yeah. Because as you guys said, change the oil, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. get the vehicle ready. Right. Not yet. I we got. Uh, I live at eight thousand feet west of Cheyenne. We've got three to five in the forecast for Monday into Monday night. So I might have to push snow one more time. Really? Oh yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can leave it and let it melt, but if I push it out of the way, the road will dry up faster. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, once the sun can yeah. hit it. Yeah. Was it yeah. ZDDP? Was oh, that, that might be it. it. That's because it's got the zinc in it for, yes. for the little flat tap. ZDDP. Yeah. yeah, that's that's probably the, what he was yeah, he talking said they about. Had that that day. At yeah, they should. Yeah, he said, 
Yeah, they said they had that at Napa, and he goes, then just use a regular, uh, you know, mobile one ten thirty and a good filter, and you'll be fine. Yeah, that gives it that just that little extra that it needs in those, you know, for the oil. Well, for, yeah, especially for the flat. Yeah. Right. That stuff. Yeah, it's old. It, it, it's old, but it's still running, and that's not my oldest piece of equipment. I've got a bulldozer that is older than me, and I'm going to be. 60 this year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's an old John Deere or, what, or a case or what is it? Yeah, it, exact. It's an old, small John Deere. I think it's a 2010. And my elderly neighbor, he got to the point where he couldn't even use it anymore, and I offered to buy it. He goes, just keep the road clear and it's yours. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's in rough shape. I got to work on it constantly just to keep it running. But when we had that big snow in March... Mm-hmm. A four-foot drift is no match for a bulldozer. No, it, yeah, it just pushed that right out of the way. Didn't even show up. In yeah, front of it, yeah, and everything else. I mean, the snowplow just—you know—the the four-foot drift just laughs at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not pushing me out of the way, but the bulldozer to open it up, and then the snowplow to clean it up. That's my life in the winter. <laughs> but uh, hey, guys, from. Earlier, from the first hour, this is just a tip I learned. When you were talking about cleaning the ducks yourself, yeah, mm-hmm. if you have an electric fish tape, tape it to the hose for the, your shop back, and you can work that further in Oh, the ducks. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I've done it a couple of times at my house. But, uh, yeah, you just because if you have an extension for your hose, maybe 12, 15 feet long for your shop back hose, yeah. You get it all the way in to the end and just pull out whatever's in there, which is usually not a lot if you use a decent filter. And those filters that they were talking about, and I know we're in drive radio, they have a rating on the side between 1 and, like, 12 on the paper ones. Uh-huh. And the different ratings tell you how much they'll filter out of the air. Right. And most HVAC guys say use between a 5 and a 7. That's not the cheapest one, but it's not the best. The, the strictest ones will burn up your blower mortar faster. Right. It'll yeah. plug it up, and then there's too much restriction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Most HVAC guys recommend between, like, five and seven and change it monthly. And I buy, you know, a half a dozen pack at the beginning of the winter and change it every month, and I do fine. I don't have AC because I live at 8,000 feet, and I never need it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have AC hey, either. Hey, you guys so. have a great day. Thanks for covering for John. You're doing a great job. Oh, well, thanks thank for calling you. in. All right. With that, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, Equal Credit Lender. 
Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E. PR, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. All right, you're listening to Drive Radio, KLZ 560, with Josh from Legacy and Dennis Brewster. I'd love to have your phone calls. We can get Larry busy that way, 303-477-5600. Let's talk about towing a little bit, because when people are towing their vehicles, um, there's a certain way to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, one is to have all the lights working. (laughs) because very important. Yeah, there's nothing worse than coming up on somebody at night, because that's usually... You know, people usually just don't go off during the day. I mean, they do, but there's also people that leave at night after work on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And um, when they're leaving, make sure your lights are working because there's nothing worse than having someone come up on you really fast and rear-ending you because they can't see your lights. Yeah, right. it's very true. I've yeah. had that happen to me a yeah. few times. So. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, that you were coming up on somebody. I was coming up on somebody and didn't know they were there until... Because you couldn't see the trailer. You saw the truck lights. Yeah. And you couldn't see the trailer. Right. You know, because not much was reflecting off the back of it. And then you're just on top of them before you know it. Right. So that's very important to have all your lights working. And um, another thing to me is, um, I don't know why people do it, but they'll tow a trailer, a camping trailer, with and then a boat. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they can even feel if that boat has a problem, you know, and do the, all the lights work, you know. And sometimes when they do that, they don't have the lights working. So that's, to me, it's just, I don't think, I, I don't know why the state patrol allows that to happen. I don't know why they just don't give tickets to them. Because I think it's just too much. 
Yeah, it seems like a lot, especially, you know, if you ever get behind them when they have to swerve around something. Yeah. That all that big trailer plus that boat just gets squirrely back there. And how you can judge how far you have to be away from somebody to get over to the lane, how far back do they have to be and stuff. Um, Larry brought up a good one, too, because speaking about boats, he says, you know, be careful when you're towing your boat and you get to the lake and then you hurry up and try to put it in when the wheel bearings are warm um, because it can ruin your wheel bearings. And that is so true. Um, it'll just, that water will just suck into them because it wants to go to the heat. Mm -hmm. And so you got to be careful with that. And water and grease or water and bearings are not good. (laughs) It's not a very good lubricant. Yeah. Yeah, That's what we find out. How many times have we had to, you know, pretty much chisel the bearings off or heat the bearings just to get them off the shaft or place them right especially on boat trailers right and sometimes people do that and then they have a shaft that has to be replaced because you can't even get it off it's welded on there and if you're in halfway from here to green river you're not going to find a place to it's going to be hard to find a shop that can do that kind of a repair and especially trailer tires you know now's the time check the air check the bearings and make sure they're in good shape because it seems like you know memorial day weekend you see a lot of campers and boat trailers off the side of the road with a blown out tire right oh i hold that thought we got a caller coming in alan from aurora how you doing alan yes sir hi how are you good a couple of questions if i may on car batteries how reliable are the auto parts store number one for checking them out to seeing if they're good or bad they have a dead cell or whatever i would say they're pretty reliable what we they use as a capacitance tester so it kind of feeds the, you know, the battery a little current and then pulls it back and kind of, you know, determines the state of charge that way. And those machines are pretty good at finding a dead cell yeah. if you have one. Now, because my issue is that my wife's car is not holding a uh, charge. Uh, the other thing is that uh, I was also told this is a um, maintenance-free battery. Mm. Never, never, ever, ever supposed to put water in there. My understanding is that water does evaporate, but the acid in the water does not. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's my understanding. Uh, is it a bad idea to fill those cells, even though you're not supposed to, but you're able to? What I mean by able to is meaning that you can't pop off the, uh, those little covers and put water in there, which is a distilled water, of course, I know that as well. I usually don't maintain them because it seems like by the time they're low, the battery's just shot anyways. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the age of the battery too. Yeah, you know, and if you, and sometimes what's happened in the past is people overfill the water, and then it boils out, and then what happens? Then the corrosion starts happening, and you're actually destroying the battery faster, because once the the battery acid gets on top, you can actually have a draw between the positive and the negative. You'll just start uh, drawing down the battery. Mm-hmm. The battery in question is a three-year-old, and it's supposed to, supposed to be good, and it checks active, but yet again, this morning, my wife was not able to start her car. Well, have you checked the connections on it, the battery? Yes, I have, and they're clean. How about, uh, is it a top post or a side post? Uh, top. Have you tried cleaning them? Because even though they they might look clean, but sometimes what you have to do is take the, and that's why we do a service of a battery, mm-hmm. is because we loosen those up, take them off, and there'll be like a, a black corrosion that goes on the post to where you're not making a contact, and we wire brush that clean, and then wire brush the cable, in, the battery inside, 
and put it all back together. And sometimes we put a pad down on it to stop right. the corrosion, but um, and put it all back together. And you'll find out that my mother-in-law had that happen not too long ago, and the battery cables look clean and everything. But then I cleaned them, and then it it helped a lot. Uh, which which I haven't done. But the other thing is that uh, when I put a, a charge on it for maybe 15 minutes, it started right up again. And that was yesterday that this happened. But this morning she was not able to start the car. Yeah. It could be a faulty battery still, couldn't it? It could be. But also I wonder if you have a problem with the draw. A parasitic draw. Yeah, yeah you can have a draw. Down. Is there a light on it somewhere? Or I checked that. No, sir, there's not. And I thought of the drawer as well. And then, I mean, what what year car is it? It's a 13, 2013 CRV. So, yeah, I would have it checked for a parasitic draw, because even though you don't have a light on or anything like that, there are modules that will stay on and, and pull them down, you know, overnight. So you could have something else going on. That could be a sign that there's something else wrong other than right. just a battery. Yeah. And replacing the battery, you might get a brand new one, and it'll be okay for a couple of days, and then boom. Yes. Yeah, now happens. you got your problem back. So, would a computer uh, plugging in the computer give us any indication of that, that that happening? Not really. It needs to have what's called a parasitic draw test done on it. So that's when you actually put an amp meter in between the battery and the car and see how much current it's pulling. And what we do is we lock all the doors and try to make it what we call go to sleep, and after, you know, it can take up to an hour or more on modern cars for them to go to sleep and right. see how much current it's pulling. And if it's, you know, been an hour and we're still pulling an amp or even half an amp, then we know that there's a problem. Yeah, yeah, there's a problem somewhere. Okay. Does that make sense? It does absolutely make yeah. sense. How much? How much does that cost? Uh, well, I don't know, but that's a good question that, that you bring it up. Well, until you find out what it is, I don't know. Um, and, and each shop's going to charge different prices for doing that. Um, and you're in Aurora. How, where about in Aurora are you? South Aurora. Okay. You can either go over to Extreme in Parker. Um, they're off of uh, Lincoln and, and Parker Road. Or you mm -hmm. can go to uh, Colfax and Chambers, and there's uh, Toontech is over there. Okay. Terrific. Yeah, you got two options. You can go to driveradio.com. Uh, yeah, drive-radio.com. Thanks, Larry. I mean, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, and, and you can go there and you can see the um, sponsors. You can hook up the sponsors and you can see all of them there. Perfect. And there'll be Tune Tech and Extreme would be your two choices. Okay, terrific. Thank you so much. Right. Thanks, thank Charlie. You. All right. Well, thanks, Alan, for that. And, uh, yeah, because, you know, per draws happen. They do, and 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 you. Do, there's so many things that can happen with a battery, and and everybody thinks, well, okay, I need a new battery. Well, why is your battery going? You know, first of all, that's what you need to determine. Do you have a draw on the battery? Right. That's the first thing we always did was check to see is there a draw on the battery. And like you say, you got to wait for an hour, hour and a half sometimes to let everything go to sleep. It does. You almost have to monitor overnight on some of these cars. You know, now we got a hundred and some 
control modules. You know, right. every yeah. switch on the car is a control module in itself. Right. So. And if you think about it, you got an alarm. We do. You, you got to set the alarm too, and and because you, you want that everything to be working the way the car works at night when it goes to sleep. And and hood switches. We always tend to forget sometimes about the hood switch. Yeah, because they can fall out of place and then be on. Or we have the hood open when we're running the test, and we're actually <laughs> causing the <laughs> yeah. draw too. Yeah, you got to you got to yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And then locking the doors, that's so funny because you, you have to do that. And people don't think of that. Why would I have to do that? I'm just doing a draw. Well, because you want the car to go to sleep the way it would at the per- person's house. If they're parking exactly. it outside the garage, they have everything locked. Or even if they go inside, they, you know, sometimes they don't lock it, but they still have to have it, the simulation of the same thing that they're doing. And all the cars with the smart keys. We need to get those keys far away from the car because when they're close, they're always wanting to talk to say, hey, you know, is it time to open the door? Is it time to unlock the door? And they'll talk to death. <laughs> yeah, and that could be just a simple thing that a person, um, they decided, well, I'm not going to leave my keys here over on the counter over here. I'm going to put them over here. Now it's closer and it can talk to the car. Mm-hmm. And now they have this problem. So it could be just that. Yeah, exactly. As simple as that. So, well, if you have any questions, we got three lines open, 303-477-5600. Anything to do with the car, truck, um, towing um even a lawnmower <laughs> question we can answer <laughs> anything that has a motor we'll we'll give you a question or an answer on it so and we were talking about towing and we'll talk a little bit more about towing because you mentioned about tires mm-hmm. that's another thing people need to look at i had a friend of ours that they're moving to texas and they were towing their horses down and he blew a tire and it just shredded it and i told him did you check the age of the tire and she goes yeah that's what we found out they were six years old or seven and he's towing two horses down in a trailer loaded with some other stuff all their stuff for the horses because they're moving there and it blew those tires and they're lucky that nothing else happened so we need to check on our trailers we need to check the age of our tires Mm -hmm. age pressure and you know and condition yeah and that's why it's really good to take it to a shop that knows what to look at so with that we're going to take a quick break you're listening to dennis and Josh, Josh from Legacy, on Drive Radio on KLZ 560. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and keep your vehicle on the road longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order from the most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com extreme. Promises kept. 
If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, we're back. You're listening to KLZ 560 Drive Radio and Dennis and Josh, and we're going to go right to the phones. We have one line open, 303-477-5600. Don from Fort Collins, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for uh, taking the call. Sure. Um, so I just got a question. I got a 2012 F-150, and I heard you guys talking one time about uh, doing that, cleaning the intake system during when you do every oil change. Uh-huh. And could you just elaborate on that? I mean, I've I've done it and sprayed that stuff down the down the uh, vacuum uh, line off the brake booster. Uh huh. But what what are we actually cleaning there? Is it the is it the back side of the valves or what's going on there? Yeah, if you're doing that, that's what you're cleaning is the back side of the valves. Especially you know if you have a direct injection vehicle, they tend to build up a lot of carbon on the back side of the valves. So when you you clean, especially if you're only going into the the brake booster side, you know you're only going to be cleaning the back side of the valves on it. Uh huh. Because it says on the can for professionals to do that and uh, other you know shade tree guys to shoot it through the intake. But 
I, I couldn't see. I just wasn't sure what the what the difference in doing the two different things if the, would be. The plus side on the intake is you're going to clean the throttle plate. So you still have a throttle plate on there, and they tend to build a lot of carbon around the throttle plate and cause, you know, airflow issues there too. And you'll clean out the idle circuit on it. If you, okay, if you, so that would actually be better then, huh? It would. That's the way we do it. You know, we always clean the throttle plate and let it run on it and clean out the idle circuit, and then it also makes its way through the intake and cleans the uh, intake valves too. Yeah, because the, uh -huh. the, yeah, the intake or the butterfly, it'll get a lot of stuff on there, and then it, it, it flops back and forth. You want to make sure that moves nice and smooth, and it goes all the way to the closed position. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, your idle isn't right. And sometimes the idles will fluctuate a little bit, and that's where it's coming from. So by cleaning that, it, it just helps a lot. You, you'll feel the difference. And you'll notice sometimes after you do it, it'll start hard, and that's because it learns that position. And as it builds up carbon, it actually learns the wrong position right. for idle. And after you clean it, it has to relearn that position. Right. So it takes a couple of uh, starts to do that. Exactly. And it slowly, when it starts building up, the, the carbon starts building up on that flap, it, it just slowly changes. And your car just gets, your computer gets used to it and adjusts to it. That's what it, Josh is saying. So then when you clean it, it goes all the way back. Boom. Now it's, it's uh. a different position. It's going, wait, what do we got here? So we got to start learning this new. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got another question if you got time. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah go plenty. Go ahead. Well, I, I got a whole bunch of questions, but okay. so on that same vehicle, the, two, the 2012 F-150, we recently started getting an advanced track uh, warning <clears throat> on the dash. And it seems to be related if you if you go all the way to the left and hit the stop on the steering, it'll kind of squeal and then uh, that advanced track will light up. What, what's that all about? I haven't dealt with that one yet. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't seen that either. Um, so when you make a full left turn? Yeah, and it, it'll squeal. Not not like a power steering pump would, but it just when you hit that lock, it it barks at you, and then uh, and then it lights up that advanced track warning. And uh, I read a little bit about it online, but I really don't remember what exactly what they said. It'd be good if you had a scanner hooked up to it when it's doing that, to be honest with you, and then it can tell you what that is, what that code is, and what it's uh -huh. what it, what's doing, what's causing it, because it could be something else could be anything yeah yeah and no other lights okay, come on well, abs doesn't come on at the same time with that or no what oh you know what else happens is the uh, turn signal won't lock on when when that advanced track is lit up so there's something related in there in that circuit but uh, huh i don't know have you, have you had an alignment recently or has it been way out of alignment no, I mean, I, I had the alignment check. They said it was out slightly, mm -hmm. uh, and it goes straight down the road, but I, I haven't had it aligned. I'm just wondering if the steering angle sensor isn't off yeah, and causing the stability control to think that you're not turning as much as you are because on modern cars they use the steering angle sensor and then they have a gyroscope, kind of like your phone, so it knows where it is. And when you make a, a hard turn and it doesn't see the car move, in correspondence with the steering angle sensor, it'll trip that and sometimes fire off the stability control on it. Mm, okay. And that yeah. also is in you know the same area of, as the turn signal. 
two, so that's mm. kind of why I'm going that direction. Yeah, yeah. Right. that might be huh. something you have to bring it into a shop to have looked at. Yeah, it sounds like it's, yeah. it's way, way over my head. So yeah. Um, so what else you got? Uh, you had a couple other questions. Well, well, yeah, on that that truck, and I and I also got a a 2018 F250 diesel, and on my boat trailer and and the flatbed when you're going down the road it'll maybe hit a bump and it says trailer disconnected but the lights always work um i don't know if i got is that would think maybe a bad ground or something that's causing that that or yeah. the you know the connection itself you know if it's dirty or corroded or as we were talking earlier the mag chloride gets into the truck side and i would make sure all those pins between the truck and the trailer are super clean yeah, is and there it, any good way to do that besides a, some mild abrasive, uh, you know, Scotch Brite or something, or any good spray cleaner, contact cleaner? There's an electrical contact cleaner. It kind of helps, you know, but basically. I wonder if you put the grease in there. That uh, dielectric grease. Dielectric uh, grease might help it too by putting it in there. But mm-hmm. you got to have it clean. Sometimes what happens with those things is um, if we don't cover them up. Um, you're driving down the road, you get crud in there and you got to yeah. kind of blow that crud off. And sometimes what I do is I take brake cleaner or carb cleaner and spray it in there just to get that stuff out. And then I blow it out with a good air hose. Mm-hmm. Air, then, dry it out good. Yeah. And then I try to look in there to see with a flashlight just to see if there's corrosion on any of them or anything and take, um, you know, like what women use to do their files, their nails and stuff. I take those in there and I, I kind of cut those down a little bit. And I slide those back and forth inside there um, uh-huh. in my connections and stuff if they're the bigger, flatter ones, you know. And then, and, yeah. then, and then I put the dielectric grease in there. But you got to do that on both sides because my trailer sitting there, will, spiders will crawl up inside that thing too and clean and get dirty. So you got to kind of do both sides that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's tedious, yeah, but right. it's just stuff you got to do. Stuff you got to do, exactly. Yeah. The more... The more crap you own, the more crap you got to work <laughs> yeah, that's on. It. You got, that's I it. just said that too earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, I just turned you guys on. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just sick of all this. Anyway, okay. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know what else other than some <laughs> broken lug nuts on my enclosed trailer last night. They were intact when I left, and 100 miles later, they I was missing two lug nuts, and then I twisted off another one. <laughs> so I don't know why that happened, but uh, I was over, able to limp it back home. Over torquing is usually yeah. what happens. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone had a gun yeah. too high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, Don. Okay. I'll let you guys go. Thank you. If you Thank need you. some help with that, you can go down to Boulder and, and uh, see Josh at Legacy. He could probably help you out with the truck. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I, I may I may do that in the future. Give him a, uh, give him a call on that on that. Uh, on that half ton and see yeah. if they can figure that stuff out. Yeah, yep. we, have, we have the Ford factory scan tool and all that. So and that's what you, I was just going to say. It'd be helpful if they had the Ford factory. I was going to ask yeah. them during a break. But, yeah, that's great that he has that because that's what we use. So, that, that helps. It identifies a lot of things, and it might even have a history code in there for you. It might, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. So Legacy Auto and Boulder. That's huh? Yep. 303-396-0555. Okay. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, with that, we got two lines open, 303-477-5600. George from Denver, what you got, George? Yes, how you guys doing? Good. How you doing, George? 
I'm not doing so good now. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. I have a 2010 Lexus uh, GS350. Mm-hmm. And the other day when it rained, I ran through a puddle. And 15 minutes later, my power steering unit went out. The- so I'm thinking... I'm thinking that something electronically was affected by that water. That or I would check your belt, too, because sometimes they'll cause, you run into a big puddle, they'll cause the belt to slip. To slip. And mm-hmm. you would not feel it at all. Yeah. Wouldn't, but wouldn't, if the belt slipped, wouldn't my alternator light come on? It should, you know. And, it, and it did, yeah, nothing came on like that. It was just the, the power steering unit was lost when that happened. There two belts. I don't know on and that, that car. That might have two that belts. That might yeah. have two belts on it. One that drives the power steering, and the other one drives the alternator and the water pump. I see. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, what? What? what which model was it again? I'm the sorry. Legacy 350. No, or, no, it's, no, it's a Lexus. 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 Uh, 2010 350 GS. That's right. Then that, yeah, that should I do believe does have two belts. One what's the, the what, what's the chance of water getting to the electronic module underneath of that car and, and shorting something out? Well, it's possible. I mean, it's not unheard of. Um, it'd be something you have to check and, and look at. Um, I'm just double checking to see. Um, it'd have to you'd have to bring it into a shop to have them look at it because they'd have to hook up a scanner to it to see if, how everything's working. Yes. And uh, uh, and you're in Denver. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any shops and um, let me see who. You can go to our website and look to see who's closest to you. And that one is electronic on that car. It's not um, hydraulic. Yeah, yeah so, so it it would need a scanner to look at that. Yep, it would. Yeah. Usually they're pretty well sealed. I mean, they they really try to think about that stuff, but. There probably is a good chance there's water in the, in the, you know, either the power steering rack has an electric motor on it, and maybe that connection went, or it just could have blown the fuse, to the power steering system. That's that's what I'm hoping because I, I don't I don't have any engine shields under that car. Right. Yeah. Then that so would, and then when you hit a big puddle, it kind of you know makes it like a tidal wave under the hood. And yeah. And it, yeah, and, and even if you have shields on it, it wouldn't protect it sometimes. No. I mean, it depends on how everything goes. I mean, they're there to try to help stop it, but they're not 100% effective, I don't think. Um, and George, you could go to uh, drive-radio.com yeah. and look at our sponsors, and you can find a shop that could be close to you. Um, I don't know, in Denver, I'm not sure where you're at in Denver. There's, there's, uh, there's a few options. You can go to JC British. They're off of Santa Fe and Hampton, kind of that yeah, way. Arvada West. You can go up to yeah, Arvada, or you can go down to Geno's. Um, yeah, he's close, off. I'm close to Geno's. Okay, then you can go to Geno's and see Steve over there, and I'm sure they can take a look at that for you. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, cause I, when I went online and checked, that, it, that uh, electronic module is the problem. It's going to cost about $1,200 for that module alone. Yeah, yeah. That's why I would definitely have them take a look at it. It could be a broken wire or a loose mm-hmm. ground or something like that. Um, so, yeah. all right. Hey, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you.
With that, we got three lines open, 303-477-5600. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora started out as a traditional roofer, repairing and replacing asphalt roofs. But he got so tired of the unnecessary waste. The quality of asphalt shingles has declined in recent years, leading to less and less durable roofs. Especially in Colorado, where high altitudes expose your roof to stronger UV rays that damage your shingles, combined with severe spring and summertime storms and more than twice the national average snowfall, you could end up replacing your roof every few years, paying higher and higher insurance costs. Roof Rejuvenation from RoofMax offers an alternative to total roof replacement. Just one application of the all-natural bio oil immediately adds five years to your roof guaranteed. 
Because Dave has a background in roofing, he can provide any patches or small repairs your roof may need before applying roof rejuvenation. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. All right, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio with Josh from Legacy and Dennis Brewster. 303-477-5600 is our call-in line. Uh, You can call in and talk to Larry. You can... Ask a question to Larry, and he could just slip a thing to us, or you can, a little note to us, or you can get online, and we'd love to have it. And I'll bet you the question you have, other people are sitting there listening to it, Josh, and probably afraid to ask it. Yep. And everybody needs to know. And Larry did sign something to me. He says, do you have a special plans for Mother's Day? And that could be our question of the day. And happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. We just want to say... I hope you have a great day tomorrow and, and get to do something special. So if you, do you have any special plans for Mother's Day will be our question of the day. Maybe you're going to have her car detailed completely <laughs> or um, do something special with your mother. So that would be a good thing to do. So um, we were talking about towing earlier and um, people getting ready. And, and I just really hope people listen to that to not wait till the last minute to get their car in to get it checked out before Memorial Day weekend, and that's like the weekend of Memorial Day weekend when we're the busiest no, it in is. shops. Yeah, yeah, and it's four days is all because you lose the Monday, and then you got four days of work, and then people are calling in on Thursday wanting to get an oil change done on Friday because they're going on a trip to Cheyenne, Wyoming, or going up to Lake Powell, or going somewhere, and you're like, okay, well, I don't have any openings, but I'll try to get it looked at. Oh, by the way, check out that differential noise I have. <laughs> oh. No, <laughs> yeah. you're not going to Lake Powell. Yeah, you're not going now. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and it's a good time to get your trailers checked out. Make sure you all the wiring's properly fixed and that your tires are in good shape. And that's another thing. Check your tires because you never know the age of a tire. You know, a, a trailer. We had a trailer sitting there in our in our in our gr- driveway. Didn't look at it for a while because it was winter and then my wife we're sitting there the other day and she looked over this was a couple of years ago she looked at it one day and she goes look at your tire and it was blown just <laughs> yeah. sitting there and i look at the age of the tire and it was six years old so i was like oh no way let's go to david from denver how you doing david good um i'm an old uh, uh 96 mercedes <clears throat> and um there was kind of a slight vibration sound or something in the front and then uh it started like clicking so it's constantly like a clicking sound, but it sounds like it's uh, coming from both sides, not just one, I'm not sure. But anyway, I thought the clicking they said was more like representative of CV joints when you're turning. Would it uh, click when you're going uh, just forward, straight as well? Without Is that possible? They can. Yeah. And usually if they're clicking when you're going straight, they're pretty bad <laughs> yeah pretty bad yeah huh. well i didn't even notice it clicking when i was turning it just uh okay then and then um <clears throat> so i guess that's obviously that's i have another car but um you wouldn't want to drive that at all the next step would be what what would happen if you uh, could it seize up or fall apart or or what what happened i, I have had cv joints break and you know so when you have just one side break you don't you won't go forwards because the differential won't let you go forward. You can't just drive oh. on, on a modern car with just one 
one yeah. wheel with power. Yeah. Right, like, and if it breaks, well, sometimes that shaft, depends how it breaks, can damage other things. It'll just start flopping around. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So be careful with All that. Right, yeah. Oh, God. Thread the other. Anyway, um, <clears throat> and then the other day, I jumped someone with a 02 uh, Audi. I have old cars because that's the only way I can possibly work on anything. I can't figure the new stuff. You know, it's too complicated. Right. <laughs> but anyway, I, I was just curious, uh, first of all, what what's like the latest year you wouldn't want to like jump a car? I know the new ones, you know, you can ruin computers and such, but that's old enough to jump them. But what, what's like the last year that you really would stay away uh, from jumping someone? A long time ago. <laughs> yeah. To be yeah, honest with you, because, yeah, honestly, because if you send a, just hooking up your your cables to another car, you can send a power surge mm-hmm. and it can do some damage to the modules because we got so many modules on cars now, and that goes all the way back into the 90s. Um, you mm-hmm. could do some damage. I know a guy that just, he was uh, help, trying to help out some people a couple months back when we had kind of a good snowstorm and he had a diesel truck and he jumped somebody and he i go you got to be careful with that and he goes you know i know dennis because last time i did this i lost my alternator two days later he calls me up and he goes you're not going to believe this i lost my alternator and oh my god yeah so you never know what damage you're going to do so that's why i recommend the jumper boxes yeah. you can go to yeah, napa I do have a jumper box and the other i just didn't have it in that car so i gotta get another one anyway, yeah that's what i would recommend uh, so, and real so quick even that year yeah even, even your audi i would really be careful with that audi with that yeah okay yeah. so even geez uh, anything that has a computer uh, early as the 90s not to yeah anything that has a computer you got you can damage it yeah and they yeah and then another thing back. david you know on your mercedes you can you know you say you do a lot of work on yourself you can go to napa and they have a lifetime warranty on those front axles on those cars that you can get a, okay. um, a drive shaft for um okay. i could try you try them first and see okay. if they can get you those um, I would. All you have to do is jack it up in the front and look underneath. Mm-hmm. You know, put some jack stands under it. Obviously, you've got to right. say everything yeah. nowadays. But you put some yeah. jack stands under it, crawl up underneath there, and look to see if you see boots torn. And you could just grab the yeah. shaft and just twist it back and forth, and you can hear it. You know, okay, you can great. see if it, there's a lot of looseness in there, you're going to hear it, and then yeah. you'll know which drive shaft you have to replace or CV uh-huh. boot, uh, axle. And they come as an axle as a uh, you know lifetime warranty on them. So. Okay, great. Yeah. I'll do that. Great. Yeah. Thank you. That's you bet. Terrific. And then when you're there, get a jumper other... box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and then one other question as far as um, someone said, no, I will, I'll keep away from this, but they always said, or someone mentioned, <sighs> now at one point I had a piece of equipment in, they always said, take the uh, negative off first, and then when you're putting it on, take the po- put the positive on. Not that I'm going to keep doing that, but I was just curious. Someone called in, and they said never hook the negative on to the battery. You always ground that on the car, and I was just curious, is that true, and why would that be? Um, it just saves the battery if you don't if you don't hook it right directly to the battery, if you hook it up to no. the frame somewhere. Yeah. It's just, yeah. just a little easier on the battery to mm-hmm. ground it. Yeah, and then it sometimes it, it won't let the surge go through the computers, too. It's... Sometimes I don't know. I just don't trust that with a computer yeah, car anymore. And the other reason on, on jumping, okay. if you have a battery that's, you know, frozen or it's got hot, they'll sulfate, so actually producing hydrogen gas. So if you put, mm-hmm. you know, positive from your car, positive to the other car, and then negative from your car, negative to the car, and not the battery, you won't get a spark. 
Yes. And if you're producing hydrogen gas and you get a spark, you're going to you're gonna know it. You're not going to have eyebrows right. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I'll give them the jump. <laughs> Give them the jumper box and stand away. <laughs> anyway, okay, great. I really appreciate the info, and I'll get over to Napa as well. All right. So thanks Thank so you. much. Thanks, David, All for the call. Randy, if you can hold on over the break, we've got to take a break. We're at the top of the hour. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.